Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku Ryu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of April 12, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it because Luna is、uh, celebrating her birthday, I believe. <laughs> Tanjobi! Well, Tan, you'll be on meditators, Luna. It's not like you'll listen to this, but、eh. so we wish you the best. Yeah, but yeah, how have you been? I've、uh, I've noticed that <laughs> North Carolina is having a pollen front right now. It, it's it's like a sheen of green if you go outside, <laughs> just green everywhere. We've had to clean out like cars and stuff with pollen at work. It's no,、uh, it's been pretty bad. Thankfully, throughout the day, my allergies are perfectly fine until I decide I want to go to sleep, and then they're like, "Hey, you're not sleeping tonight." Because I've, like, from Monday to Thursday, I had 12 hours of sleep. So, it's it's been a rough week, and I I just had to take the day off today because I was so tired. So, but I am hanging in there. I'm doing good. How's everything in the Hawaiian blue? That's all right, I guess. <laughs> just another day in the sun. Yeah, summer is coming in, so we're just dying. Is is there a large difference between summer and、uh, the、winter? trade winds? The trade winds doesn't come in as much, so it's kind of more humid than anything else.、Uh, do you guys have to run like a dehumidifier?、Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't use one. We're too poor to have one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. It was a dehumidifier. It's it's a machine you plug in. It sucks the water out of the air. Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. It's, <laughs> it's called suck it up and stop being a baby. That that's hard to do in modern day society. There's a lot of amenities, and a dehumidifier is not that expensive. I think you can get one for like fifty bucks. Yeah, it's that's fifty more bucks than I need to spend, rather than just being sitting in front of a fan. The the funny thing is, is my parents actually have to run a humidifier. So, but yeah, what have you been listening to lately? For me, I've mostly been listening to Mad Kid. I was checking out their album, their one album that they have this week.、Uh, started back on the LOL after taking a small break from them, and Color Creation, just kind of the usual stuff. I kind of circle around, nothing too crazy. Not insanely weird. How was your week? What were you listening to?、Uh, I was listening to Enflow, but that's because I went to their concert, <laughs> and I got Cider Girls、uh, Soda Pop Fan Club Two mini album.、Uh, I guess it's a full length album. I don't know if I call it a mini album or not, but it's really good. I really like it, and they've been a band that I've been kind of closely eyeing myself out of. Passcode released a new album the other day too, so I got that definitely. And then I also got Gardenia's Rebel Flag single, and I also bought Imir's Penny Rain and Sundance album. So I'm I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just broke. Well, when my Nogi Zaka 46 album comes in, I I will know that no I will know that experience too.、So. <laughs> It's on its well. It's not on its way because it still has five days before it's released, but it shall be on its way soon. Yeah, you'll、so. get it within the week and a half to two. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Airmail. How was、yeah. that Inflow concert? It's all right. I was quite mad because I was. This is showing my age because I'm like you know I'm there. I'm sitting there to enjoy the music. I'm not standing. I'm, I, you know, they started the the concert late, and I was kind of razzled about that. But that's a whole different situation for a whole different time. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and enjoy the music. And you know, I know it's. Pumping music and you're gonna go dance, but then you know these young whippersnappers <laughs> d- decide to have a dance off right in front of me. Oh man! So I almost got to the point that I wanted to just stand in the middle of their dance circle. <laughs> I don't care if I was gonna get thrown a punch. But I was gonna stand there because this isn't about you kids. 
because <laughs> they were showing off. They were like spinning around or break dancing. Wow. And I, you know, I, and, and I understand the, that's the kind of crowd that these this music brings in. But, you know, I'm there to enjoy the music. I am not there to see you try to do your Waikiki routine and dance on the street. This sounds more like a comedy routine. <laughs> yeah, so I was doing the flippity flips and all that but besides that it was all right i i i enjoyed every minute of it did you like the set list that they had yeah they they brought in a very interesting set list they did a remix of their back to future ep which is remixes in and of itself they did do a remix version of no question because and we were the first person that were that we got to hear it from so it's it's interesting. They didn't do Mars Drives or any of that stuff because I think it would have been important to have Lisa with them with those songs, but they didn't have her. It was only um, Verbal and DJ Taku about that. So, well, yeah. I mean, besides that, I enjoyed it. I also went to El- Elysia and Hirono Aya's concert also. And that was interesting. Just listening to all the uh, Suzumiya Haruhi songs and the. I forget what Elysia does. I believe it's the Fates music. I'm not too. I'm not too sure. I don't. I, I don't. Think so. I, I think so. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't listen to anime music. So the only anime music is properly owned by Bushi Road. <laughs> well, I like the Fate series, but I I don't remember who does the the work. I know Imir's doing the Heavens Feels stuff. But yeah, besides that, I mean, nothing much. And, you know, I got to applaud the both of you for doing, like, close to 20-something news <laughs> news articles last week. Yeah, last week was kind of rough, I'm not going to lie, but, you know. Uh, yeah, no. Territory, I, it's fine. I, I had to, I had to edit all that, so <laughs> I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but, this week isn't too bad. Nah, should breeze right through it. But yeah, with that, let's move on to the news. Yes. All right. So I've got the first thing that we're going to be talking about today, and I'm really excited about this. Well, I'm partially excited about. I don't know. We'll see. If I knew it was coming to Apple Music, I'd be super excited about but i don't i don't know if it is or not and that's that's the one thing that's killing my excitement for this because of who it is but little glee monster has announced that they have a brand new single coming out on the 29th of may so just a little over a month and it's called kimi no todoku made and it is going to be the ending theme for an anime called mix which i do believe is currently yeah it started the sixth so it's been airing a week so you if you're curious what the song sounds like, you can go watch the anime and hear it and know. And it's coming out three editions, standard, a limited press edition, which is only available to the end of September. So if you do want that, you do have to get on it. And then there will be a limited edition, which comes with a DVD. Cool. You can pre-order the rest of that on our site. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> And I'll go on to my piece of news here. Jabba Day Football Club. If you guys don't know, they are a four-member hyperactive hip-hop group. And they just announced that they will be going to Sony. <laughs> Goodbye, music career there. Sorry. <laughs> I know, right? No. Hello, music career, as long as it's in Japan. If it's outside Japan, goodbye, music career. Goodbye, international notice, for that exactly, matter. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, they announced their new debut single called Shin Sekai, which will come out on June 5th. And, you know, this was announced during one of their Omake Park live tour events. And they were gracious enough to show the fans a little sneak preview of it. So I'm, I'm quite excited. The, the little release that I did see of them, it's, they're interesting. <laughs> they're, well, to say the least, but yeah. You, you know it, me, I like my hip-hop, so I'm kind of interested to try them out. Yeah, it'll come out with two editions, a CD-only standard and a CD plus DVD limited edition, which will probably have the music videos known Sony. But 
Yeah, they also announced that they will be doing a major label tour simply called Shin Sekai Tabigni Tobi Dashugo Gomenasai Set, which will come from July 3rd to the 10th. And for those interested, we put both the the pre-order links for the single and the tour list if you guys are interested on our site. So go right ahead and take a look at that. And also continuing on, it is Ko who he's kind of high up there in the R&B and rap scene in Japan. And he has a new song called I Think I'm Feeling. And it's tied to the monster, the energy drink. I guess they're bringing their pipeline punch, this pink flavored drink, up to Japan. And he was the main sponsor for it. So he tied the song to the drink. And... It's pretty interesting because they filmed it here in Hawaii. I was, was going to say, if you look at the link to the music video, like they have the, the background. It looks like palm trees and stuff. So Yeah, no, they, they were at North Shore and they were at the Fable Pipeline, which is a very, very popular uh, surfing spot. That's where they had the annual Eddie would go surf competition. And, you know, waves get to like freaking 20 feet. Nice. Not nice. You could probably die. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you don't know what the hell you're doing, you can probably die. <laughs> to be fair, anything I think of a five feet, you could probably die if you don't know what you're doing. Surfing is very dangerous, but still, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot taller than anything you'd ever see on the Atlantic shore or a lot taller than most of the waves I've ever seen on the Atlantic shore. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. They will release the full music video for I Think I'm Fallen alongside with the release of the drink, which is April 23rd. So, you know, I'm excited. It looks very interesting, and I instantly purchased one of those, the pink drinks, when I went to 7-Eleven this morning. <laughs> nice. Was it getting good? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, because... <laughs> Is it like I'm, a fruit punchy sort of thing? Because I know like yeah. they have like their teas. Yeah, it's kind of fruit punchy. Like oh, I, I, I grabbed one and to be just like one of the music videos, I grabbed one right before I went surfing. <laughs> yes. Which is Reliving the, the, the fantasy. Re- which is the reason why I was late this morning. <laughs> you're you're fine. <laughs> and you know, we previously announced that Cubers will be making their first major debut called major boy which will be releasing on may 8th but now they dropped the music video for said song and you know it's it's interesting (laughs) the music video is directed by takuya tada who's also directed the pumps usa video and is choreographed by matsumi natsu you can check out the music video on our site and you can also pre-order all the lovely editions, which has a CD-only standard edition and a CD Plus DVD limited edition. You can also check out the track listing if you so please on our site too. It's it's interesting. It's a good way to kind of come out with a bang if you have the person that, you know, did the most popular song in the last five yeah. years. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, I still listen to USA all the time. It sounds amazing. And I remember you and Luna really loving these guys, and I, I have not had a chance to check them out yet, so I need to I need to get on that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, continuing on up, Nakagawa Shoka will team up with Sachiko Kobayashi once again for this lovely collaboration for the next Pokemon movie. So if you guys don't know, Shoko Nakagawa, she's a very, very old-timey talent in the Japanese entertainment industry. But yeah, she'll be teaming up with Inka singer Sachiko Kobayashi for a new song called Kaze ni to Isho ni which is done by industry veterans Seiji Kamada. And we've talked about Seiji Kamada a couple of times here now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the Kaze ni to Isho ni shames the... S- same song as Pokemon the first movie which is very interesting so this will probably be a little bit of an updated remaster version kind of like what uh, Pokemon the movie Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution will be which is the the song's theme 
or the theme song for the movie. So I still have mixed feelings about this movie. You don't like the 3D? I've never I 3D animation I'm not a huge fan of and any especially any time where there's like a 2D animation and then like you see um like a 3D version of it like I'm fine if it's used in like sci-fi mech series because I understand like mechs and all that stuff like their intricate 3D models work better I'm not gonna mm. I'm not gonna argue that point but when the whole show is animated like that or like because like the new Ultraman it looks weird and bizarre the models don't move right in my opinion they just they don't like the movement just seems off and really bizarre and every 3d animation series that they have on netflix i've tried to watch i think there's only one of them i was able to watch all the way through i i just i don't care for that animation style and you know you won't talk about part of my childhood it's just i i just i don't know I, I love the first Pokemon movie. It was an amazing movie, and they're redoing it in this style. And I'm not crazy about it. Now, the song, I hope, is good. That that That's different, but I don't... I'm just... I'm indifferent on this. We'll see. Uh, the, unfortunately, that's how the industry is changing. Yeah, it's it's going towards this 3D animation thing, and it's... It's cheaper and faster. That's why. It's cheaper and faster, but, yeah. Yeah, well, going back to the song, it'll Sorry. it'll come out, it'll come out on July tenth, a little, a couple of days before the movie, on July twelfth, and it'll come in three Pokertastic editions. Luna's words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> a CD plus DVD goods limited edition and a CD only limited press and a CD only standard edition. But yeah, more details are to come about what additions or what contents will come with each single because we don't even know what kind of goods is on with this limited press edition so but you can pre-order every single edition on our site and uh, i don't know i I look forward to the movie (laughs) (laughs) that's fine but yeah continuing on bees announces a monumental new album if you guys don't know, we talked about them on our very first episode with Dinosaur. This was a while back. That was a, now. that was a long time ago. That was a good album. That was a really good album. I'm looking so, forward to this one. So, you know, they announced their newest original album called New Love and it'll drop on May 29th. It, this will be the group's 21st original album and their latest release since Dinosaur back in November of 2017. When we first started doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> the total track list will come out to 13 tracks, and they managed to book legendary guitarist Joe Perry from the band Aerosmith to help out participate with the new song Rain and Dream. It, it's very interesting because Bees and Aerosmith has a very, very close working situation because Aerosmith comes over for Beezus concert. I think they were over in the last Tokyo concert that they were in. The whole band? Yeah. Steven Tyler showed up a bunch of times in various amount of concerts with Bees along with Joe Perry. It's it's interesting nonetheless. But yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, New Love will release with three amazing editions, a CD-only standard edition, a CD Plus t-shirt limited edition, and an LP edition, or, you know, those uh, those big discs. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> record, uh, record, record. Record label? Yeah, yeah. Vinyl? No, like, vinyl, there we go. I do what I can. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can pre-order all the lovely editions on our site through CD Japan. And you can check out the track listing and the lovely little image of the album on our site. All right. I think I have the next article that we're going to be doing. And I'm I'm really excited about this, although I, I don't think I'll be watching the show it's attached to. So my man, Daichi Miura, has a new single coming out. It's going to be, it's going to be the, it's going to be used as an insert song for the TV drama Hakoi. 
Hakui no Senshi. But the name of the song is called Katasumi. And the thing that makes Katasumi interesting is that the popular model Koki was actually the one who composed and wrote the song. And uh, obviously Daichi will be the one performing the song. And so it's, it's kind of interesting because I had never really heard of Koki up until... The- <laughs> wait, wait, Koki? Koki is doing this song? She she wrote it. She's not doing it. Uh, she wrote it? Uh, so yeah. Koki... <laughs> She's the she's the daughter of Takuya Kimura of Smap fame. <laughs> yeah, I saw that when I was looking when I was researching who she was cuz I, I I had never heard of her and yeah, like her dad's like from Smap or something like that. So Yeah, yeah, if you guys don't know, Smap is like the OG Johnny. <laughs> Man. Mm. Who who would I know? <laughs> uh, I mean I mean, the the artist types, it, it tends to run the family. I think it might be genetic. So you never know. Uh, it, this is really cool, though, because she, she did write it and perform it. Or not just perform it. Blah, blah, blah. She wrote it and composed it. And so that is coming out on June 12th. And also on June 12th, he has a concert that's coming out called One End. Okay, so now the single is a double A-side. So Katasumi is the insert song. There's going to be another song called Corner, which will also be getting a music video. Now that, the single is going to have, you you can get the CD plus DVD, or you can get the CD plus Blu-ray. Those are the two editions it's coming in, which you can pre-order on the site. And then the one-end concert will be released on DVD or Blu-ray, which you can also pre-order on the site. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I, I'm I'm eager to 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 see it. I always like Daichi. So I I can't wait for this. I know Luna's excited too. Half of Twitter it was all excited about it too. Man, Daichi <laughs> and her, his fans are all up in arms. The guy but, is popular. The guy is popular. But yeah Continuing on up, it is Exile Shochiki announces a brand new solo album. So, you know, he's the only one that kind of branched out a little bit more and started doing the solos acts. If you guys don't know, he's part of Exile and Exile Second. He was also part of Nidame Soul J Soul Brothers, if you know that. Because, the, yeah, there's a third edition and he was the second generation. But yeah, he's releasing his second solo album that will be numerically titled 1114, which will release on May 15th. And it'll include such past hits such as Underdogs, Futen Boys, and the upcoming song Psychedelic Romance, which will drop on April 17th, if you guys don't know that. And it will total out to 11 tracks total. What's very interesting is that this will have five different editions, a CD-only standard and a Type-A CD plus DVD Blu-ray edition and a limited edition Type-B for the CD and Blu-ray editions, both which will include the music videos of the five songs that I just listed. And a limited edition will also include a 40-minute documentary called story of 114 so if you guys are going to try get that limited edition type b i would highly highly recommend it because 40 minutes is 40 minutes you get to get get to see a lovely little sneak peek of the creative process so to speak of how so cheeky there would be doing his things i'm I'm just curious if the if the thing might have subtitles i doubt it but yeah probably won't yeah. But you know what's funny is I'm making the exact same posture and face as the the album cover. <laughs> like a half face palm? Yeah, that's just what I look all the time. You can oh. check out the track listing and pre-order the links through CD Japan on our site. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited here. I'm interested to check this out. Yeah, because... 
you know, Underdog was really good. And I do I, remember I really liking like, Underdog. I do remember yeah. liking Underdog. And going on up, it is Che. And she will have a brand new single. If you guys don't know, she is a vocalist that's been in the industry for quite a long time now. Unfortunately, she hasn't had a really big hit. But maybe that will change with this next song called Taisetsuna Ido, which she dropped a music video on on her official YouTube. Taisetsuna Ido will be released on April 24th and will be her 12th single overall. It does single will release with three tracks total. One of the tracks which will include a very, very popular cover of Yumi Matsuoka's song, Saigo no Haruyasumi, which kind of goes hand-in-hand with the themes of this song, which is, you know, reminiscing about that final day in spring break right before you graduate. Well, in Japan, they kind of change it because Japan, they uh, they graduate during spring break, so it's kind of your last hurrah. Don't they graduate in, like, March? Yeah, so... Their their spring break is kind of just like their last hurrah before they have to either go to college or accept the responsibilities of the adult world. Thank you, Persona, for teaching me the Japanese school calendar. Without it, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is fascinating and very interesting. But yeah, it will unfortunately only come with a CD-only standard edition. You can pre-order this the cd on our site through cd japan and check out the lovely track listing also while you have the chance and lastly you know this is kind of spoiling the orcon here but after the just a little bit but after the very successful release of their third single kimi o mateiru king and prince announced the release of their first album titled self-titled king and prince Dropping on June 19th. This debut album will have their first song and mega hit, Cinderella Girls, and the latest release of Kimio Mateiru. Including with that will be the release of the song Kimi ni Arigato, which is going to be the theme song for the upcoming movie Uchu ni Seichu Ikeri ni wa, with many more unannounced tracks. Of course, this isn't a Johnny release without bringing out every single money-loving grabs hands up here. And it will release with four different editions. A CD-only edition, and two limited editions simply titled Type A and Type B. Type A will have a CD plus DVD or Blu-ray, which will include the music videos of the various tracks, along with the making of said music videos. With a two-disc type b edition which will include their tracks from their johnny jr days so you can check out all the lovely lovely sights and sounds of johnny's of king and prince through our site and you can pre-order the lovely editions but yeah you can check out the lovely little track listings on our site i'm i'm looking at getting the type a blu-ray i know i think i'll enjoy the type b because i want to hear that johnny's jr's tracks Sounds good, that's why. About the same price. Yeah, about the same price. But yeah, lastly, it is your depressing news here. (laughs) It is depressing, but... And I'm gonna first... I am gonna first say this up close and personal. I told you so! I freaking told you so! This is the end! (laughs) (laughs) I never disputed that. I knew it. This is the only thing they had to do. It's the only way that they could save Grace. Granted, oh, yes, they're not going to release any Grace more than this. But, you know, this is the only way they could have done it. Yeah. Granted, I wish they could have just stayed dead. But, you know, whatever's. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I know they're not the most popular group, but I think they are too popular to the point to where they could... Just go away from their own city. Disown them. That is true. Okay, so for the people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, NGT Forty Eight is officially done. They are no more. They're going away. And what is happening is they're basically hitting the reset button, 
it it's really unclear at this point who's going, who's staying. There's some people who are going to stay. They're going to bring in new girls. I I guess they're going to go to a new city. The um, the news was not super specific in that category. So when they reincarnate, they will be something else. Forty eight. They will not be in GT forty eight. So. It is interesting to see how these things shake up. Uh, there are a couple performances left that they will honor through the end of April. And then after that, they are done. They are no more. They're just burning it down and just building something up new. So we'll have to wait and see what comes of it. But, yep, it, they're done. It, it's over with. There's no more NGT48. They are, they are officially done. It is, it 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 also makes Akimoto look really bad. Yeah, the whole I brand just, it looks it makes the whole brand look bad. But I don't know what they're gonna do. Honestly, like I said, this this is a huge freaking blow. It was kind of damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of thing. Yeah, they were they were we're, in a no win situation. So you know, I don't know what they were gonna plan to do anyway with this, but. This was the only way that they could have done it. Either they they dissolve the group and retry, or just dissolve the group. I think they should have just let it die. I don't think they needed to do a reset button on it because the 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 what's done is done, and the taint of what the situation has become is going to still linger there. Oh yeah, no matter what, and. That's not going to change anything. People are going to have these preconceived notions for these girls that are going to be joining the new version of NGT48. You know, and they're going to get heckled more so than the girls that were part of NGT48. And that's the whole reason why they left, right? I hadn't realized that, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're 100% right on that on that front. Yeah, because yeah, they've lost a lot of members since then. And the news hasn't really talked about it, but they've lost a lot of people. So, so you know, I mean, I understand what's money is money, but, you know, the cost of having this attached to you for so long isn't worth the risk, I believe. But who knows? I mean, knows? they could they could rise like the phoenix that they are and... This like like I said last time, this could just be a bump in the cog of the idol industry. But now more than ever, there are going to be more eyes on the forty-eight and what they're doing and yep. what's happening with this situation. More so now than ever, there are going to be more eyes looking at what's going on in the inner dealings of this situation, just because of one thing. That should not have happened. And that was management not doing their freaking job. Yeah, this is all management's fault. This isn't... Well, also, the the two creepos that uh, attacked Yamaguchi. But the way management handled this whole thing is 900% their fault. And none of the idols are to blame. So, I will say... I And I'm always one of those people I'll try to look for the, the silver lining of every cloud. So take what I'm about to say with the grain of salt. The whole situation is terrible. But if something good does come out of this, it'll be hopefully... Because NGT48, they were mildly popular, but honestly, I don't. I never felt like they stood out from what everybody else was doing. And I kind of hope that they use this opportunity to reinvent themselves to some degree and to really differentiate themselves and become something wholly new, something kind of experimental like what they're doing with the Kizaka 46. No, that's kind I don't, of my hope, but I, I don't know I if don't, they're going to do that because it's a 48, not a 46. I don't think so. The 48 is always going to be their bread and butter. They're not going to do anything with it. I, 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 I honestly, I honestly don't think that they're going to recover from this. It's going to be a lackluster reborn, reborn nonetheless. And I don't think it's that's worth the time or the money. Well, we also don't know when they're coming back, so it could be a year or two before they come back. And if you if you go away for a year or so, 
that could be enough time to distance himself from the from this whole scandal thing. Okay, I'm gonna bring up something that I I wasn't gonna talk about this. I wasn't gonna talk about this. So uh, it was announced yesterday. I I I deemed that this wasn't news. That's why I didn't do it. It was announced yesterday that Mimorin Suzuko and the current IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Kazuchika Ukada is getting married. If you don't know who Mimorin Suzuko is, she was the second in lead for the Love Live series. This was the original Love Live series. Oh, okay. So, let's just say the Love Live Reddit was having a huge panic attack because of this. And when this news first broke out of them dating, this was about about a couple of years back. There were death threats to this guy. The guy is chiseled like the rock. (laughs) (laughs) And people that are either my size or otaku size are threatening this man who can pick him up and do a spinning pile driver of death. Just break him like toothpicks. And break him like toothpicks. And he's still getting death threats two years later. Golly. So, you know, the idol community, unfortunately, as mild as it is, will not forget about this. And this, these kind of things, unfortunately, is going to linger. There are people that still remember freaking... Uh, Minami Minagishi when she shaved her head too so that's a whole different talk for a whole different situation but you know it's unfortunate that it has come to this but it it is what it is here and we can hope for the best but I'm I am not looking highly upon this return it could be a year. It could be two years. Hell, yeah. Take an indefinite hiatus to re- to reboot yourself from what you're doing. So, you know, uh, that's why I was saying like if because I genuinely think if they're going to do this, they they need to they need to go in a different direction because the further they distance themselves from the previous situation, the better. And yeah. I I think a new city doing the same shtick. With new girls, I don't think that's gonna work, and and that's why I was like, you know, if if they could pivot, make it a forty six group, you never know. But they have to pivot; they have to do something different because you're right. This is gonna linger, like a. I'll I'll just say it. it's gonna linger like a fart in an elevator, and yeah, it's gonna be really uncomfortable for a while, no matter what they do next. So. But yeah, I mean, you know, if if you wanted to hear my my take on all this, that's what I truly believe. I don't think this is good. This is bad all around. And I knew for a fact that this was coming since last week. They would have to eventually do a reset button, either reset or an indefinite hiatus or something to that effect. Yeah, once once um, Nagata pulled out. Yeah, they'd have to find a new city, and and yeah, but at the end of the day, the only people that have themselves to blame are the management at AKS. So, I mean, besides that lovely NGT stuff, I mean, oh dear God, I don't, I I, I don't, I don't know. Well, I'll just have to wait and see on the situation here, but it's not looking good, regardless. Yep. But yeah, with that, let's move on to our next music corner here. And, you know, I want to thank both you and Luna for taking the vanguard, so to speak, and taking the charge for the first week here. You know, it's no, funny that, that you know, I chose last week's one and I wasn't on. But Luna chose this week's one and she ain't on. <laughs> So are are you saying that if you choose this week's one, are you not going to be on, Gray? <laughs> I'll be on. 
Uh, as far as I know, unless something crazy is going on. I, I vaguely remember Luna saying she's not going to be on next week's either at some point. So it might just be Wham. another Compadres. I, I don't, I can't remember, but I remember her saying she said like the next two weeks are up in the air for her. So we'll, we'll see how things shake out, but I'll, I'll be on. I, I'm excited to talk about mine, but, but yeah, let's no, I start. Thank you for picking number one. Cause oh, I mean, yeah. you, you did a good pick. You did, you did yeah. swell. Syrup was syrup. <laughs> syrup is a uh, very very interesting. I've I've looked from afar and wanted to talk about him for the longest time, but now that we're doing this format compared to the old indie corner format, it's much more yeah, it's, a, it's free, so to yeah, speak. Just up more. But yeah, let's continue on to music corner week two, and that is Dream Ami. If you guys don't know who she is, she used to be part of the eight-member girl dance group, Dream, hence the name, Dream Ami. And, you know, she did stay throughout the the numerous member changes, which got her start back in 2002. And she then joined Avex Tracks in 2011 under the mega-hit girls group, E-Girls. If you don't know what E-Girls is... E-Girls is basically female exile. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I like E-Girls. Uh, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard from them in a while, but I like them. Yep, yep, yep. And in 2015, she decided to go solo and break apart from the group and do with this single called Dress O Nuidai Cinderella. I don't know. I guess if you're going to do a Cinderella themed song, I guess you're going to do very, very well. Probably. Yeah. Dream Ami has a cute pop music style mixed in with her sweet vocals that brings a different kind of charm to your music. And she has these really, really soft yet very, very powerful vocals which mix perfectly with her music styles. And that's very, very evident in her song Amaharu and Hayaku Aitai. And of course, in her first debut single, Dress Onuite Cinderella. While she's still in the early stages of her solo career, she has brought us five singles in the first two years. One which was used for the Japanese theme song of the popular Disney animated movie Zootopia. And two years into her career, she has... One album called Redream, which was released back in October 2017. And it's interesting because she has these very, very catchy, sultry vocals that just sink into the listener's ears and, you know, just takes over them. And she has this very powerful, uplifting vibe with her music. And that's what I really, really love the most. And, you know, she does do that really, really sugary bubble pop music style. I don't know how to really describe it. It's it's something it's that you just to have describe. to kind of... Yeah, you just gotta... It's bubblegum pop because it's really uplifting, to yeah. say the least, because it's so high energy. And she has these really adorable vocals regardless. Well, so, I think she strikes a balance because... There's cutesy and there's like overly cutesy, and she do, she she manages to hit like the cutesy without overdoing it. If that makes any sense. Yeah, we'll talk more about overdoing it when we get to the <laughs> That's true. That's very true. But, Spoiler alert there, but yeah, no. Um, I I listened to several of her music videos and stuff like that. Uh, earlier today, and I gotta say, I did really, really like it. The I don't know the name of it, but the song that's on the article itself, which I guess is the Cinderella song. Yes, yeah. that actually is really good. I I think that was probably my favorite of the songs that I listened to. I did listen to that her Japanese version of that Zootopia song because I was like, where in the world have I heard this before? Because I, I listened to her song without reading the article or anything or something, stuff like that. And I was like, why are these stupid animals all showing up all of a sudden in the music video? <laughs> and then I read the article and I was like, ah, this is the reason why I felt very, very insecure. <laughs> but, you know, Dream Ami 
is very, very uplifting, and she does have that sugar bubblegum pop, and she's all very nice, nice and sweet and to the point. And that's yeah. what I love about her. Plus yeah, all is, of her songs she are is, like three, is just, three and a half minutes. Like she does not overstay her welcome, yeah, which is it great. Doesn't. And plus, it does help that she's just drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> that I want to say it's an understatement, but I think that's just a statement at this point because you're you're right. <laughs> she's drop dead gorgeous, and that's all I'll say about that. Because, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you can pre-order. All the lovely, lovely editions of her latest release on our site. And you can, should, should go check out the music video, which is Dress, Dress O Nuita Cinderella on our site. You know, I want to thank Luna for bringing Dream Ami. It's very, very interesting because I love looking at our lists here because we, we kind of keep a tally of what we're going to do so that at least the other two know what we're going to talk about. Yep. And it's it's very interesting. Besides one artist, Luna's artist is pretty much the all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yours is yours is has a very a one commonality that I've I have found. So they're all attached to anime. Yeah, I wasn't gonna spoil that, but <laughs> uh, it doesn't say anything about who who I picked or whatnot. There's thousands of anime every year, and, and anime and, Lisa, just yeah. anime Lisa all day. <laughs> I, I do not have an anime Lisa. They're all male groups, I think. What's wrong? <laughs> well, you're not gonna look. <laughs> well, you're not gonna talk about Maya Uchida or something. <laughs> I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. I I, I like Maya. I like Lisa. I, I like I like them just sometimes I get tired of them because I don't to me like they all always have like a similar sound or it feels like similarities and whatnot. And oh. you go to my list, which is just fusion. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all fu- It's all artists that just just does fusion genres. So it's it's pretty freaking funny. I just find it really funny. <laughs> but yeah, you know, once again, I want to thank Luna for bringing us Dream Ami. I knew she was going to talk about her eventually one of these days in a more centerfold look. And I'm happy that we were able to do Music Corner like this. Yeah, yeah, because it it lets us talk about the artists that we like and enjoy without necessarily doing like an artist spotlight episode, which we're we're still going to continue to do those. This isn't a supplement for them. But it's a good way for us to just talk about the things that we listen to, that's not the top 10. That's not. And honestly, I used mine mostly to talk about artists that I actually want to like a song or two and want to hear more of their music. It gives me an excuse to go and listen to more of their music to see how much more of them I like and stuff. And I can talk about that with you guys. So that that's what makes me excited. But yeah, no, I, I am really excited. I can't wait to talk about mine next week because it is it is way different than what we've talked about so far. But and, yeah. And with that, let's move on to the Oricon here. Very, very interesting thing. This is our first case of running across something that we've never, ever really seen before on the Oricon. So I wanted to get your take, mostly because we couldn't listen to it at all. <laughs> no, we couldn't. And that is... First off, number 10, it is Marigold by I'm Young. Nothing much more we can say about that. I'm Young is still high on the charts here. I'm glad she got a good resurgence. But yeah, it sold a lovely 14,095 points there. And going on up, it is the original drama Radio Station 12's hit theme song Wonder Octave by Ken. I didn't know I made this. Well, you're so, capable of many things. You just never know. I'm capable of many things, especially making a radio drama. So if you guys don't know, this is part of a radio drama, which is fairly, fairly... It's interesting because Japan does these. These are like the old radio, old-time radio showtime shows that, you know, Grandpa used to li- listen to the Westerns on, on the radio yeah. just to tune in. It's basically TV shows before TV shows were a thing for the radio I'm, it's very interesting that a uh, radio drama or uh, uh showed up on the archon because they don't yeah, usually show bizarre. up by themselves 
Uh, obviously, they do have a song with it. It's called Wonderful Octave, but it's tied to the radio drama itself. We weren't able to listen to it because we're yeah. not in Japan, <laughs> and it's really hard to get this kind of thing you're, outside you're of Japan. You're just not going to find this kind of thing on YouTube. But regardless, it sold a lovely 14,496 points. And going on up, it is number eight with Sankai Kimio Namayo, Chumon Yoni Fuetara, by Chu Odali. By God, I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> the, the, the opening moments of the song are really rough. The opening moments and like I want to say like a tenth of the song was only enjoyable because the blue person the 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 blue idol light blue idol whoever she is well there's two girls it, in blue and I think they both had a really good vocals yeah yeah so if you guys don't know this is a seven member idol group and they're all based on the colors of the rainbow and and I don't freaking care honestly because <laughs> this is your typical basic idol cutesy idol. Thing cutesy idol yeah thing and you know this is based off of that uh akihabara concept thing so they're all from like you know they're all fan made kind of thing then this is the fourth single i think we talked about them before i i have a it's bad possible. feeling that we talked about them and i just me and luna just felt the same way that we just did not know how to feel <laughs> because this is your basic idol stuff Part of me wants to like it, and part of me is like, I respect myself not to like it. So I, it's, it's weird. No, you don't. Dis- you don't respect yourself. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, like number three, but and number four for that matter. I, I I did like three and four. To be fair, I'm not crazy about either of those songs. I just like them. There's a large and colossal difference. <laughs> but yeah, it it was alright. I I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It sold fantastically, though, for being only CD only. Yeah, it sold really good. It it was a busy week in Japan. I mean, number ten at, started at fourteen thousand. Like that's that's a good week. Yeah, but yeah, it, it sold a lovely fourteen thousand nine hundred and eighteen copies there. And going on up, it is number seven with "Romanticism" by Mrs. Green Apple. I'm happy that we got to see Mrs. Green Apple once more time here. Because I did enjoy their work the last time that they were on. Yeah, I really, really liked this song. I was I wasn't I didn't know what to expect, but this was this wound up being really good. Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to a little bit more of their stuff now, more than ever, because we were introduced to them I wanna say a couple months back. And their first time in the Oricon didn't really wow me, but, you know, romanticism kind of showed me that there's a different side to them now, and I'll enjoy it just a little bit more. Granted, they are... They're universal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah, remember now. They, they take a week off or something like that for their YouTube stuff, like a month or so off. I don't know why they do that, but I guess they just do. But, you know, Mrs. Green Apple is a very, very interesting artist there. And I can't wait for more. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 17,156 cabbies. And going on up, it is number six with Anne Sophora Grand Blue Fantasy. So, I, I don't know anything about Grand Blue Fantasy. <laughs> it's. I know there's an anime, but I think it's a mobile game. Yeah, well, it's a mobile game. It's, this song is. This specifically, specifically it's tied to the game. game. It's It's tied to the game. Specifically, it's tied to the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't play Grand Blue Fantasy. I know. I know the anime is on. I think Crunchyroll, but I haven't yeah. watched it. It's like some like fantasy. Yeah, like high end mm, dragon like, stuff. You know, they're doing nice. like fantasy. they're doing this arc system game, and I'm like, mm, I the two D anime waifu fighters stuff looks interesting, but uh, I don't know. I got burned before by the. Uh, Lovely additions. Yeah, you gotta watch but yourself yeah. on those. Yeah. And it it was alright, this song. It didn't blow me out of the water, so to speak. It, it was okay. I, I mean, it wasn't terrible or whatnot, but it was mildly forgettable. And yeah, I'm I'm looking at it at the shine of, you know, I'm I'm into these idol anime bands or groups or singers and stuff like that now. And it's 
honestly forgettable. I'd rather just listen to Bang Dream or Love Live yeah. or even Idol Master. I'd rather listen to Idol Master. <laughs> that's and that's that's, that's that is that's an daring. insult. <laughs> That is a very bad insult. All right, you know they did a song called "Lemonade," which is done by the the band Curing. I, I really love that song. I love that song to death. <laughs> but yeah, you know the Grand Blue Fantasy song sold a lovely twenty two thousand one hundred and three copies, which is also fairly impressive because this is only CD only. Yep. And going up at number five, it is High Five with "We Are High Five. And if That's you didn't know they were high five, you would know by the end of that song. Oh yeah, they they repeat that. <laughs> they, they they repeat that at nauseum. But the song itself is catchy, and so I want to. It's really good. It. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they, it you know, what's funny is they are a handsome boy group, specifically not from the main cities, so like Tokyo and stuff like that, and Osaka. Yeah. They specifically sh- um, picked like Aichiken and um, Shizuoka, like in c- cities that aren't really famous. Well, I mean, Shizuoka has Mount Fuji in it, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think that one's a little popular. But yeah, this but is most their. Most people can tell you what city Mount Fuji's in, so. Yeah, they they wouldn't, they wouldn't, and they are a five member group that was whittled down from five thousand seventy five people, <laughs> so. It's interesting. These are the last five standing. Yep, yep, yep. And I believe this is their debut single. Which, hence the name why they kept on saying we are high five. Over and over. Yep. Over and over. It's a catchy song, and they do have good vocals. So I'm interested to see see if they display more like their vocal range and see how they evolve over over time. Also, they are available on Apple Music, so if you want to download them on Apple Music, you can. I know because I've already done so. <laughs> like, but yeah, of the songs we will talk about this week, this is probably my second favorite. I don't know. It like this is a like this and number one are tied for me. It's like number two. Is it because number four took number one? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. You should joking. know number one. <laughs> You're trolling uh, me it's, hard. It's number three, right? Oh yeah. You know me well, well, then again, I, di- I didn't know LOL was on this list this week. <laughs> they were on, yeah, they, uh, or I think they were on last week. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, we are high five, so they lovely 35,034 points. And going on up, it's Stand By You by SK48, uh, dancing on freaking desks. And, I don't know. <laughs> that is a safety hazard. Yeah. Girls should know better. <laughs> Or your pads. Or your, your pads. Don't dance on desks. Don't do mediocre love live idol songs. Me, me being an old man, just yelling at clouds. Get off <laughs> muttering, my lawn. <laughs> muttering to myself at this point. I've said all I said about this song. I hate this song with a passion. I I do like this song. I find it really enjoyable. But I'm not going to run out and buy it, buy the single either. So you would, you oh. would. I'm waiting for the CD, man. <laughs> but yeah, it sold a lovely forty-two thousand six hundred and sixty-two copies. I have no uh, r- idea why it faintly showed that much. Is jury jury not leaving? If jury and I is leaving, then that's fine. <laughs> I haven't seen an I haven't seen an announcement of her graduating. Yeah. Yeah, the internet would have exploded if that happened. The, the internet would have indeed exploded. But yeah, going on up to number three is Kuhn by I, I don't know, Hinaka Zaka 46, I Hinata believe. Hinaka Zaka 46. There we go. Yeah. Let's think of the Naruto character, add Zaka at the end of it, and 46. It's, it's a, this is all right. I'm, I'm not really all for it here. Well, and I was, I was telling Luna, Kuhn's okay. I think like the B songs are actually way better. So if you listen to like the second or third song, I think those are way way better than Kuhn. Kuhn's enjoyable, kind of. Although the opening is annoying because they just repeat Kuhn about seventeen times. That's how they get it in your freaking head, my friend. Like, like if you did not know it was Kuhn, you would know. You would know within like moments of that song opening that the name of the song is Kuhn. But yeah, regardless, it sold a lovely 
43,165 copies. And going on up, it is Flying Fish by the Fantastics from Exile Drive. Yes. Yes. We did good, guys. Number two. That's what I'm talking about. I love this song. I've had it on repeat know. for two weeks. You know, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, this and the next song is kind of just like, meh. I understand what they're going for. They're, this is a much more slower song than their debut song. Yes, yeah, and it is way slower. It, it is a much slower song compared to Overdrive. And, you know, not as, you know... Dance heavy? No. What was it? Caesar-inducing. There we go. <laughs> that, that was the, the word I was looking for. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting. This is a more vocal heavy song and i like that because that means they're gonna introduce more of their vocals and show off what makes them them compared to their just flippity dance moves well like from what i could tell from like the two singles like they have two people on that group specifically for their vocals because you don't really see them dancing a whole lot especially in flying fish there are two guys that I, like they'll, they'll move their bodies a little bit to the music, but they're not doing like the the the, the jump kicks and the back flips and the and the they're not doing the crazy stuff. Like they're they're very restrained. They're singing, so I think there's a couple of guys on this group that are there mostly for their vocal talent and not their dance moves. Oh, by the way, so are you gonna get the special edition of this song? No, because I, I, I really wanted to, but the, the DVD, all it has is the Flying Fish music video. And I'm like, uh, I'll wait, because if I wait for the album, it should have Overdrive and Flying Fish on the music video, so I'm waiting for the album. I know they'll, they'll have one eventually. Also, mm. if you do check out Flying Fish, like if you get the album, the second song on there, Believe in Love, reminds me a lot of Brian McKnight's Back at One. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. If you think Flying Fish is slow, Believe in Love is even slower. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's so they lovely 66,307 copies. Yes. And going on Go up, it is number one, which, you know, it slaughtered everything else. Oh, not even close. Not is not even competition. <laughs> which I is Kimi Omate do by King and Prince, which is our boys. Yes. And they I I really like the song too. Like I said, like for me, like I yeah, Flying Fish was my favorite song of the week by a mile on a sunset. But I did really like Waiting for You and it's kind of a toss up between Waiting for You and We Are We Are High Five. I like both I like both these songs a lot. I don't know which one I'd place higher over the other, so but I did, I did like this, and I, I, I found it enjoyable. I wish the live video that w I was able to find of it was better quality. But all in all, I, I kind of, I really liked it. I, it, th this really solidified me wanting to get the album, because I was kind of on the fence, and then waiting for you, kind of like. Push me over the fence a little bit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll get the album because I really like the other two as well, uh, Memorial and Cinderella Girls. So, I liked all three singles. I'll, I'll give them my money, and it'll be a good opportunity to finally see some of the music videos. For for a moment there, I was like, what? Why are you talking about waiting for you? But yeah, you're translating it. I oh, forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Google Translate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? What in the world are you talking about? But. <laughs> And it, it's, yeah. it, like, of, like of the Japanese, like this is actually one of the few titles like I could see, like the like the Japanese and read it just fine, and know what it means. <laughs> this song was it was alright. Like I said, I had my complaints with Flying Fish because this is another. It's a much slower song, and it's a much more vocal heavy, which is interesting because you know to do this on a third single, it's not unheard of for Johnny Style, but it is very interesting. But I'm quite sad that they weren't able to reach 400,000 because of that, because they would have been the first to do do so for their Johnny's compadre. I mean, to do all really three singles. Close. Yeah, no, but they're not really close. Ain't gonna give them the record. <laughs> no, well, touche. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it sold a lovely three hundred ninety-one thousand two hundred and sixty-two copies. And you know, let's peek over to the album side real fast. I'm just gonna do this. Ooh, so Iori Infinity by Tokiyama Suzuko. She's a very good see you there. Clarity by Pasco. I'm happy that Pasco's album was on there. I'm Yon's album is still up there. Twice second is home. Oh my god, that's still up there. What is interesting for you is the 40th anniversary best anime Gundam's Gundam Mix, which is probably all the opening theme songs. <laughs> I need this. I need this. It's $95. So, well, well, let's see here. How much is this? Raise your flag. Yes. Just communicate, yes. They do have Go Gundam, which is okay, I guess. Yeah, so it's a 40, 40 track listing if you want to have the G Gundam, the Fly in the Sky. That's all I care about. Yeah, it's fairly cheap, too. It's only $25. Should get Rage this. of Dust is really good. Rage of Dust is super good. Uh, besides that, only Magic is by Black Numbers, the only notable thing there. But yeah, with that, you know, this is. Much more easier and much more shorter than the last week's episode. I'm quite happy because editing two two-hour back-to-back episodes almost killed me. <laughs> yeah, I know this one should go by super fast. I will say I'm interested in checking out the uh, Dish album. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So, but yeah, with that, I want to thank you guys. With this week of Ongakadu, you can find us at our lovely, lovely sites. On Twitter and Instagram at ongakudu. You can find us our website at ongakudu.com. You can find me on Twitter at otyken1. You can find Gray at ongakugray. And you can find Luna at lunamarie87. You can yeah. also find our affiliate, Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer. And our good old friend and our lovely, lovely living mailboss. You can find them at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can find our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a other Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can find them at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can find me on their... Extinct podcast, Podosaurus, which is pretty much like Ungakadu, but it is gaming-centric and all the hubbubaloo that goes with the games. It's on hiatus currently. Indefinite hiatus. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> Indefinite hiatus. But yeah. You may come back and may not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. And this is Gray. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week.